0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 7th, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. The simple proposition of self-ownership is individuals making the most important choices about their best and most fulfilling lives. As Ireland ponders cannabis legalization, Paul Meany of Libertarianism.org has some advice. Reverse the nanny state policies that have dominated the country for so long and embrace the fact that people own themselves. What's your favorite thing about living in the United States of America, Paul? I would say that it's choice. Choice is one of the most important things, and the
1: American system emphasizes choice much, much better than a lot of European places do. Uh,
0: The federal government in the United States treats uh, cannabis as a Schedule I drug. There is no uh, medical established medical value to the drug, whereas something like cocaine, which is used all the time in in uh, medicine, uh, Schedule II. I think even opiates are Schedule II because they are so very useful in within medicine. What's the what's the and yet states have moved ahead with uh, legalization as far as state law is concerned. So instead of two guys punching you in the face, you just got one guy punching you in the face in the United States. What's the state of play in Ireland right now with respect to cannabis? So,
1: the state of play in Ireland is that in 1977 we've got the Misuse of Drugs Act. Um and that's been amended numerous times, but basically we have a 40-year-old law on the books that makes possession, selling, distribution of cannabis illegal in all cases. There is no time in which you can have any small amount of cannabis on your person and it's legal. Now, this could change very, very soon. In November of 2022, uh, one, of the people in, one of the members of the People for Profit Party, a socialist party might I add, uh, put forth a bill for legalizing or decriminalizing possession of marijuana. And this is absolutely huge. And I want to give really great credit to the socialists, because they're not right off them, but when they are, I'm very, very, very happy. But Ireland's moving towards that. So now we're having citizen assemblies, uh, assemble. And citizen assemblies are a little bit like a jury for politics almost. The Irish government kind of brought these in because of a failure of a constitutional convention in 2014 to have any real impact. So instead, the Irish pol- the Irish government decided, we're going to have politics without politicians, and we're going to get people from the public to give their opinion and to talk about these kind of issues. Uh, citizen assemblies have been brought f- together before for issues like abortion and same-sex marriage. Now they're assembling to talk about decriminalization of cannabis in Ireland, which would be a huge step for freedom. Now, uh, Ireland is not a federal system. No, Uh, Ireland's what you call a unitary state. There is one law for the whole land. So unlike in America, no matter where you go in Ireland, it's all the same laws. And this is one of the best parts about the American system is that if you don't like something, you can go somewhere else where they're experimenting with new ways of doing things. And that's why I say the best part about living in America is choice. Here on Cato Daily, we spend a lot of time criticizing America and the American government, and I'd like to take some time to say, actually, you're doing it right. Experimentation,
0: choice, individuality, that's what's brilliant, and that's what Ireland is currently lacking. So uh, there is serious consideration to ending prohibition of cannabis in Ireland, and you you give that two cheers.
1: I give it many cheers, but I currently think that what's being put on the table isn't far enough. What we're seeing in Ireland is kind of a public health type discussion. So very famously, countries like Portugal in 2001 decriminalized all drugs, um, and then they put the money they would have been spending on enforcing drugs towards helping people. They changed the language about people who are addicted to drugs, saying that you know they're real people, they have real problems. It was a public health approach, trying to minimize harm. Now Ireland might want to take a similar approach, but I'd like to put forth a different approach, one that talks about freedom. Health is important, but that's an individual choice. I would like to see the American system come to Ireland, places like Michigan and D.C., where people can buy and sell cannabis unhampered by the state. Now, obviously, in these places, there is
0: lots of regulations. So uh, what you're asking for is a fundamental recognition by the state to our choice with respect to this one thing, but- the implications are much broader. Yeah, this is a a big part of the argument in Ireland for legalizing abortion was
1: my body, my choice. And it's the exact same principle at play. There's a great moral fact that all of us own ourselves. We can use our bodies whatever way we want, as long as it don't harm other people. We can try whatever job, try read whatever book, take whatever substance. I think that Ireland has a unique opportunity to talk about the real moral fact of self-ownership, that people are allowed to try these things, that adults are not children in bigger bodies, that people can do what they want. And Ireland has a terrible record as a nanny state in all sorts of ways throughout its history. And it's time to really purge that away and to talk about people as autonomous choosing beings. They are not people to be moved on a chessboard or statistics to be played with. They have their own lives and their own decisions. And that's why I really want to move the conversation away from medical marijuana. A lot of people are talking about the medical benefits of it, how it can help people, and that's brilliant and that's great. But what I want to talk about is that whether it's good, whether it's bad, people should be allowed to
0: take it because it's their choice. And so uh, Ireland has had this nanny state tradition, you say, and well, how does that that rear its ugly head in terms of prohibiting other decisions that a typical Irishman gets to make? Well, you can see it with alcohol.
1: Ireland has some of the highest taxes on alcohol, very high taxes on cigarettes. We've got plain packaging. If you, you find it funny, the stereotype about Ireland is that we love drinking. It's just really expensive to drink in Ireland. It's almost like as high as the Nordic countries, the taxes. If you go into an off-license, which you might call a liquor store over here, there's actually special rules about displaying alcohol. You're not allowed to display them in certain places in supermarkets. You're not allowed to advertise alcohol in t- on TV or in cinemas in certain situations. So there's all sorts of rules, and politicians every day in Ireland think of a new way to try and get involved in people's lives to a ridiculous degree, whether it's weather warnings, whether it's mask mandates, but originally in Ireland, people, the government thought that wearing masks would be a bad idea because the Irish public might not wear them correctly. This is how bad the nanny state's gotten, that even the precautions we take to defend ourselves, the government thinks we just might not be able to do.
0: What underlies the statism, the particular nanny statism of Ireland? Well, I think there's a lot of different answers
1: one could give to it. and I don't want to make it seemed like there's just one overwhelming factor, but some of it's kind of cultural. We're a very small society. You know, we're probably about the population of Wisconsin within the size of Maine. So it's a really, really small place, and we're all quite similar, and we know each other well, and you know it's a very high trust society. So people don't mind telling someone else you're drinking too much, you're smoking too much. We're kind of used to critiquing each other like that. But the government has a much more positive connotation. We engage a lot more in welfare of all sorts and different kinds of pensions. And so I think there's an assumption in Ireland that the government's a little bit more benevolent. We don't have that kind of a conspiratorial American way of thinking that the government is out to get us or anything like that. But sometimes I think Ireland would benefit if they had a bit more of that because the government doesn't always run in your best interests. And this is a great example. Because in Ireland, prohibition of drugs hasn't helped anyone. It's put more people in prison. It's wasted the police's time. It's actually made drugs stronger in the country, leading to more hospitalizations. There's really nothing good that comes of prohibition. And what I think needs to happen is, I think a lot of Irish people need to take some of the lessons from America about, you know, all men are born equal and that we have natural rights and that these rights can't be impinged upon just because they're convenient or it's nice or it might be healthier. I think that people need to have a very robust sense of their freedom, and I think uh, Ireland's becoming more aware of that with the legalization of same-sex marriage and abortion. People are more aware that they own themselves and their bodies, and that this isn't really normal or okay. But progress is slow, and the Irish administrative state moves quickly on these kind of things.
0: Paul Meany is editor for Intellectual History at Libertarianism.org. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.